Hello and welcome back to At the Kitchen Table with MacroWorks. I am Burgundy and I am here with Coach Ashley. Hello. And Coach Trey. Hey guys. And we are going to be talking about the top five reasons we would say macro counting may not be working for you or the top five reasons macro counting might be a struggle for you right now. Um, these are all kind of based on our own personal journeys and what we see within our clients. So let's just jump right into it if y'all are ready. Um, number one, I have written down you're eating like a child, aka you're eating a lot of processed food and junk food. So let's, you know, just for example, if I let my six-year-old choose what he ate for dinner every night, he's probably going to have ice cream. And that's kind of the, the basic of this. And I feel like you know, a lot of times people can start macro counting and feel like, oh, I can fit in these things, which you can, but if you're struggling with hunger or staying on track or doing it consistently or just feeling your best, you're probably eating a lot of processed foods and not a lot of real foods. Um, right. So you could be eating two donuts for breakfast, which is 500 calories, or you could have a huge meal exactly. for breakfast, which is the same amount of calories, but probably a lot more filling and won't leave you feeling so yuck so gross yeah i mean when you eat a lot of those processed fun foods mm -hmm. again we <laughs> we have kids and we call it fun foods and growing foods and when you eat a lot of your fun foods like you it's great to have the capability to fit those in your targets and that's why i love macro counting because occasionally if you want something like that you can fit it in but if that's the majority of where your calories are coming from you're not going to have a good time you're going to be super hungry your body's not getting those nutrients that it needs and craves, so it's going to tell you that you're really hungry when really you're not that hungry. You just need vitamins, you need whole foods, you need fruit and vegetables and lean meats and things like that that are going to help you feel full and satisfied and give you that energy and all those good things that your body's craving. So when you're constantly just eating processed foods and you know ice cream for dinner, then you know, you're probably going to struggle staying consistent with that. Mm -hmm. So then that kind of moves on to number two, which is kind of based off of that too. But if you're eating out a lot, you're also going to have the same struggle. When you eat out, it's mostly processed foods. Like that's just what happens when you get fast food a lot. And it's again, great to be able to do that with macro counting, but you're going to be really hungry because you're not eating nutrient dense food. So it's, we call them empty calories. Like it's, a small amount for a lot of calories yeah because they put stuff in the yeah, food to make it like it taste good. better the butter like <laughs> exactly. you're not seeing all that stuff so you could be logging like oh these are spaghetti noodles and spaghetti sauce that i ate out but you're not taking into account all the olive oil that they just tossed the spaghetti noodles in or whatever exactly and another thing is like yeah macro counting is great and it's very it's very effective in the way that you can fit those things in when you have special account, like special occasions and stuff like that. So you don't mm -hmm. have to be the weirdo with your baked chicken and brown rice bringing in, in your, your Tupperware. Tupperware. <laughs> like it's nice to have that flexibility to be able to do it occasionally. But if you're eating out every single meal, the likelihood of you being super accurate is very slim. Right. So you're saying that you're eating 1500 calories, but in actuality that meal that you had was probably close to yeah the people calories. at chipotle aren't back there with the food scale measuring out four <laughs> ounces of rice so while you might look at that and think oh it's pretty accurate which they are pretty spot on at places like that 
but they're not measuring your food. So they're just estimating too. So it's never going to be accurate. And occasionally, like, I don't want to freak you out. Like I can never eat out again. That's not the point here. But yeah. if every single meal is Even eating out. every single day you're yes. eating out. It's just like so much easier to keep track of what you're eating when you see it going into the bowl on the food scale. Yeah, because precision and accuracy matter so much. And so if you're not doing that, you're going to, it's just frustrating because one, your results aren't going to add up with what your numbers are saying. And that's frustrating and it's going to make you want to quit and you're not going to have a good time. So if you're eating out a ton and you're not seeing the progress you want, that's one area that you should probably consider cutting back on and making the majority of your food at home so you are in control of your measurements and you yeah. know exactly what you're putting in there. Which brings us to number three, which is to use less ingredients. So keep it simple. Ooh, this and is a big one. It is, but a good acronym for that is KISS, keep it simple, stupid. You might have heard that before, <laughs> but it's something that I remind myself of often because it's the same concept here as eating out all the time. If you're making things with a lot of ingredients, you're not going to be 100% accurate. There's just no way. Like, that's just reality. Again, occasionally, if you want to make, like, a casserole for your family or something like that, that's fine. But it's not fun to make recipes. It's not fun to have to weigh those things out. So for us, we keep it really simple. So even if we do make casseroles or something, there's very few ingredients in it. Because one, that really gives us a bigger probability that our accuracy is spot on. Number two, it's not as overwhelming and it's not as frustrating and it doesn't feel like crazy to have to like weigh out each individual thing if you're using a hundred different ingredients. Like it just makes it a lot easier. So if you are someone that's using a ton of ingredients, that might be something to reflect on. Like how can I simplify my food? How can I simplify my nutrition? Because simple just makes it a lot easier. It makes you more accurate, which is going to let you eat more calories in, in return and feel better. You know, uh, some, some good examples of some simple meals would be something just like, like tacos. Or, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's easy because it's just a meat, a carb, and some fat. So, I mean, it's really, you can keep them really simple with just some tortillas or, or a crunchy taco with you know, just your meat and then a few toppings just that mm -hmm. keep it easy, nice and simple. Another thing would be like just a meat and veggie option. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have make a steak and some vegetables or some grilled chicken and some vegetables, something like that. That's that's also really simple. And then, you know, just a simple salad, just some protein, your veggies and, you know, just a low calorie dressing, something like yeah. that. Yeah, because I mean, if you're someone who is like prepping breakfast or something and you're trying to add 27 different ingredients into your MyFitnessPal, you're probably someone who's going to eventually quit and get burnt out because that's a lot of work. It's tedious and it's overwhelming. Like no one wants to do that. So simplify it if that is a struggle for you. I think using the same foods week to week, like adding in different things, like at the end of the week or, you know, this week I've been eating this a lot, so let me add in something different. But if you have all those foods saved in your app, then it's very easy just to go back and say, just type in the first three letters and it automatically pops up so you know this is easy for me to log. Yeah, that's kind of like bringing us into number four is stop changing it up so much. Like a lot of people hear that and they're like, well, I just can't eat the same thing every single day. You shouldn't have to, and that's not the point. But 
when don't it comes put me down for meal prep. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't meal prep either. I do meal prep like maybe a good solid protein source yeah, just because it. we're on the go, but that's the extent of my food prep just because I don't want to eat the same thing every I day. I want to be tied down. Exactly. Like I have commitment <laughs> issues. I'm just kidding. Especially when it comes, when to, it food. comes to food. Yeah, yeah, when it comes to food. <laughs> food commitment. Um, but my point is I do basically eat the same thing over and over again, just a different variety of stuff. So an easy way to do that is to change up like your sauces or your protein or your your carb source, but it's still basically the same thing. So I make like a lot of rice bowls, but I'll change up chicken and go to ground beef, or I'll change up my Frank's hot sauce and do Italian dressing or something like that. You know, they keep it a different variety, but it's still the same concept. It's very simple ingredients mixed together. But when I get burnt out, I just change up the ingredients, but it's all low calorie things for me because that's what works best. Um, so you, you know, if food variety is great, but that doesn't mean that you can't repeat the same meals every day. And if you're someone who wants to eat the same thing every day, that's great too, because it makes it simple. Like if you can't tell there's a recurring theme yeah. here, like make it easy on yourself. Yeah. Like don't think that you have to do certain things and even like trying to change everything up or like trying to do like um, intermittent fasting or I'm going to take on eight different goals this week instead of just like trying to hit my targets or I want to go down to 1200 calories because I haven't been able to stay on track at 2000. (laughs) It's like all these like little things that you feel like you have to do extra when it's like really you just have to go back to doing what works. Yeah. The basics, like same macros, same plan, maybe a slight variety of different options when it comes to that plan. But the key here is consistency. And the best way to stay consistent is to keep it simple. Don't change up everything every single day. Like that just makes it overwhelming and hard. Um, If you are someone who changes it up every day and that works well for you, then that's great. But this is kind of more so for the people who may be struggling. These are the top five things that might be a struggle and if you just change one of these things if it stands out to you it's going to make it less overwhelming and a lot easier to be consistent so number five is um i just went blank number five is like to plan ahead planning ahead is crucial (laughs) don't you have a list yes i do but i'm looking at a different one (laughs) so number five is keep it uh stay plan ahead plan ahead and stay consistent oh my gosh sorry guys bear with us here um (laughs) So don't play like macro Tetris is what I like to call it. Like, you know, the people, it gives me anxiety to think about the people who don't plan ahead and they just like get to the end of their day and they're like, well, crap, I have to drink a protein shake for dinner now because I blew my day. Like no one wants to do that. And if you are someone who's getting to the end of your day and you're feeling overwhelmed or restricted because you want a snack, but you're out of calories because you didn't plan for that snack, you're probably not going to be able to do this for very long because you're going to feel restricted. You're going to feel deprived. And who wants to have a protein shake for dinner? Like, don't sign me up for that life. No, thank you. I remember texting you one time um, when I was first starting out and being like, I really messed up during lunch. What I only have 200 calories left for dinner. Like, what do I do? And I was so worried I was going to have to just eat chicken for dinner. Yeah, and a lot of people do that. They're like, well, I had to have chicken because I got to get my protein up. And, and I'm that's like, it. Yeah, I'm like, no, you don't have to. Like, it's 
it's so much easier if you plan for those things. And what I mean by plan, like I'll just use myself for an example. Everyone's different. I just had a call with a client yesterday about this, about coming up with a system that works best for you personally. For me personally, my systems have changed throughout my entire journey, which it's supposed to. That's about learning to be adaptable to your new system and your new routine. So, um, a couple of years ago, my routine was to work out in the morning. I didn't really want to eat a big breakfast because I just wasn't that hungry in the morning. So for me, it worked best then to implement a system that would allow me to have a really big snack at night because I know myself and when my kids go to bed, it's the first time I can kind of sit down and relax and I want to have a snack. Regardless if I'm hungry or not, I want a snack. I know that about myself. So if I didn't plan for that, I would get to the end of the day and I would be out of calories and out of carbs and I would be really grumpy and frustrated, which would either cause me to go over my calories because I would have the snack anyways, or I would go to bed hungry and restricted and just not very happy. And sorry to my family because no one wants hangry, grumpy mom going to bed. Yeah, like it's just not a good time for anybody. So since I knew that about myself, I would just simply log what I would think I would want for a snack that night and then plan the rest of my meals around it. I knew I wasn't a big breakfast person, so it was easy for me to kind of save those calories at breakfast by having something really light and then using them at night. But if again, if I didn't plan that, I would get to the end of the day every single time and not be prepared for that or not be able to fit it in. Um, now my system's changed where if I don't eat breakfast, I am a hangry bird all day, and then I end up, it's kind of the same concept. But Now I sacrifice calories at night and I add them to my breakfast so I can have a bigger breakfast. But it's really just coming up with a system that works best for you, but the same concept remains for whatever your system is. Plan for those things. If you're someone who knows that you get really hungry around three o'clock every day, instead of like restricting yourself and not allowing yourself to have that snack, plan for that snack. Log it before your day starts and work your day around it so when three o'clock comes around, You get to have your snack and hit your targets. You don't feel deprived and you can just go on and live your happy little life without having to be hungry or restricted. And then you're going to be able to do this more consistently and want to stay on track. Yeah, I think, you know, in the planning ahead part too, really, I like to look through ahead at my week and just see, okay, what events do I have coming up? I'm like, okay, we got a wedding this weekend. Okay, how do I, Mm -hmm. how am I going to navigate that? Oh, we're having... We're having dinner at my parents' house. What am I going to do to navigate that? Do I need to eat snacks before? Do I need to take snacks with me? Do I need to eat a certain breakfast, high-protein breakfast and lunch, so I'm prepared for chicken spaghetti or so? You right. know, just things, those things like that. I mean, it really makes a big difference looking ahead, thinking about it, and going into it with a plan. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, it's just going to be you're a, not going to have a good yeah, time. Yeah, it's going to be hard, and it, you might get there, and you you'll either just overeat because you feel bad or I mean because that's the thing is you can make it fit if you plan for it yeah so that's that's basically what it breaks down to and that's the great thing about macros like if you use it the right way it's a very effective tool but you have to be the one in control which means planning ahead and taking control if not if you're just kind of sitting around like oh I I think I can have this but I don't know I'm gonna log it later and see it's never gonna end well. Log it the next day. Oh, don't even yeah. get me started. Like that gives me anxiety for real. Yeah. I know. I can't. I just can't imagine. I, can't. I think the more that you like put stuff in and plan ahead as best you can, the easier you're making it on yourself. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, and another thing too is, you know, the the app has some pretty neat features like create a food, create a meal, create a recipe. Those things, having those things saved and ready to go 
makes your logging so simple. And you know, so when you get to that point where you're struggling or you're not sure, it just makes it that just makes it just super easy to see if it fits. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much a basic of the top five reasons we think you may be struggling. Um, and some of these may apply to you, not some of, not all of them, maybe one or two, but it's really a good thing to reflect on to see, okay, I am struggling with wanting to continue to count macros. And for me, it's been a chore. It's been really hard. It's been frustrating. These might be some reasons why. And if you can just really start being intentional about implementing these simple, effective tools, then you're going to have a lot better time with your journey of either whatever your goals are. Um, so I think also it's important to have a goal because I think something that I see people struggling with a lot is like just kind of wandering around in like no man's land. Yeah. They're like kind of just not really having a direction or right. like a reason. I mean, everybody has a why they want to like look great and feel great and be healthy. Like we all want that. But like I know my new goal is like for the wedding dress fitting. Mm-hmm. And so it's very tangible. There's an end date. I know what it's going to be like I know what to expect I know that it's reasonable it's not in two weeks and I think I'm going to lose 10 pounds (laughs) it's like you know I have this tangible goal and it will keep me on track of like okay is this Whataburger with the bun oil is, (laughs) is this going to help me reach my goal by the middle of September where I feel like this is where I want to be and so it's like yeah it's great to take some time off but like set sign up for a CrossFit competition or sign up for a Tough Mudder or a 5K or whatever your goals are because it's like very tangible. Will this meal help me reach my goals? And it's, it's, I think that's super important because a lot of times, like you said, you're just kind of wandering in no man's land and it's like, why won't I, why wouldn't I eat this? Like I want it. But when you're like, well, I'm not going to eat it because I have my comp like this weekend or I have a dress to fit in or, and even if it's not like, even if it's like, not a super crazy goal just like we're going to the beach this week and i have to wear a swimsuit like that's a good goal to work towards and it helps you stay accountable but uh side note here the most important thing ashley just said a bun with oil so if you didn't know i know (laughs) let's go back go back side note let's backtrack a minute the most important thing if you don't take anything away from this podcast today (laughs) is you can order your hamburgers from waterburger with no bun oil I just figured that out yesterday. If you go online, you can like slide it over and say no bun oil, but that t- like saves like 200 calories. It's 200? It's like 100, it's like 100 or 200, something like that calories. It was pretty significant. It's not, it's like bun, the buns are great. Yes. Don't get me But wrong. I couldn't tell the difference. It's so crazy. Yeah. I'm like, why is this happening so the you, day before I moved to, from Texas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So don't eat out a lot, but if you do, if you go to Waterburger, check those customizable ask, yeah, options. You can be smart about your choices. But anyways, that's basically it. We are going to wrap that up. If anybody else has anything else to say, I think the biggest takeaway too is, as your coaches, these are all things that we are here to help with. So if you guys ever have any trouble planning, if you have any issues with counting macros, getting it accuracy down, any of that stuff. We are here for you guys. Y'all are the rock stars here. You just have to reach out and we are the ones, we are, and we are just happy to help as much as possible. Yeah, there's never a time where it's like, 
oh, this might be what I'm logging accurately. You can always send us a picture, a menu description, how you tried to log it. Let's try to get you on the right path. Just knowing that this is what's going on. Yeah, because we want you to win just as bad as you want to win. Sometimes even more. Probably more. (laughs) I would say like, if you see us working, you would think like, wow, y'all are really. Yeah, we're very, but I mean, really, that's what we're here for. And I think all of us have been on the other side of this as Mm -hmm. clients. So that's why I think we take that very seriously because we've all needed help at one point and we still do. Like we hold each other accountable. Like we were just having that conversation this morning. Like we'll text each other like, hey, I really need you to hold me accountable for this goal that I have coming up or even just running. Like I didn't want to run this morning, but knowing Ashley was coming over, I was like, okay, I'm going to run because Ashley's coming. Like accountability is a huge thing. And that's the number one product I think that we offer for our clients is accountability and just someone to be here to help you when you need it. So use us. That's what that we are the tools for that reason for you to use. So if you're not reaching out when you're struggling, like I really, that's number six, reach out if you're struggling. Yes. Six yeah. top reasons. <laughs> yes. One bonus. extra yeah. bonus tip. <laughs> bonus tip, reach out if you need help to your coaches. But yeah. all right, I think that's it. We will wrap it up. If as always, if you guys have a topic you want us to cover or anything, let us know. Um, you can text us anytime or can you comment on these? Yes. You okay. Can comment, or comment below. Like this. Subscribe. <laughs> like, thumbs up, all the things. So, yeah, we're going to also post these in Instagram and Facebook. So if you guys have any questions, comments from something you hear from the podcast, man, drop it there. We're happy to help. You can yeah. also text us. And so, yeah, we're here to help as, as any way that we can. And that's what these are for. These are... These podcasts are meant to help you guys. So, yep. but they're not all going to be about nutrition. But of course, right out the gate, we're probably going to. We cover got a lot to say. Yeah. Nutrition <laughs> topics. <laughs> but after that, we'll get into the fun, the life. stuff, That's the life right. stuff. But we will see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.